Crazy game, especially in Atlanta. What a weekend. We're back with our week eight recap from wanamakeabet.com. Chala, what a what a Sunday. It's really remarkable, right? This league, Jack, what goes on? It's just <laughs> insane. <laughs> I thought the uh and we can talk about this game first, but I thought the epitome of today's NFL and I just on so many levels, the Atlanta Carolina oh. game just just said it all. Yeah. Totally agree. Oh my God, was that just a clusterfuck of era? <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I ended up. It was it made it into my top five, and I think I, I think I had a a strong feeling about that on Friday when we did the show. But I was, I easily could have lost that game, and um, and, and the way that it all ended was 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 hysterical. I mean, Atlanta, you know, pretty much took control of the game late and had an amazing final drive and kicked that field goal to go up by six with 40 seconds left. And, you know, some of our friends like Gerard were celebrating and even I had conceded it as a loss because I basically had PJ Walker to drive me down the field with 40 seconds. And the chances of doing that were probably slim to none. And he, right. And by the way, he played so amazing in the second half that I I sort of wasn't that surprised that they drove down there and, and DJ Moore being such an incredible threat. But God, the way that he went from goat to hero back to goat in that last two minutes. I mean, keep your helmet on, son. You know what else he might have gone to is tradable to, oh, my God, we have to keep this guy too. We better trade this guy by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, you know, and then, and then, you know, we, we have this text string and someone said, hit the, hit the extra point. And I was like, it was a, it was a 48 yard extra point, 47 or 48 yard extra right? point by Eddie Pinheiro, which I, which also, which I heard today on the radio Carton had on, which I didn't see. Cause I'm, they kicked me off Twitter for whatever reason. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so I'm off Twitter, but evidently that's, that's on subject Twitter, of another show, right? Well, <laughs> evidently on Twitter, there was a pregame selfie thing of eddie pinheiro like taking pictures of himself mm -hmm. and just the irony of him not only missing the extra point but missing the 33 yard field goal oh. in a dome in overtime I to know. win the game and he had such a golden opportunity to redeem himself and he... oh my god see that's why these games a lot of these games are very unpredictable i will say this though um two things you the morning that I woke up yesterday when I was looking over the card and I read the commission picks, by the way, great week for you. Yeah. Really, went, really I well done. Four, no, I went four and oh, and yeah. I got Cleveland going tonight, which is a, you know, my hometown favorite. So, uh, you know, win or lose I'm I'm 80% for the week. At yeah, no phenomenal week either way. But, um, your analysis convinced me so that I went to my, I'm in a pick pool where I pick every game every weekend to spread. I think I told you. Yeah. So I went and I changed my pick to Carolina. So thank you for that. Nice. But what what was it that I said that 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 when I read it? your analysis and when I thought about it, I said, you know, this is probably going to be a close game. And most importantly, you opened my eyes up to the fact that Atlanta just simply cannot stop the run. Yeah. And that guy between that guy, Donta Foreman. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was the guy in college. I mean, that guy's a monster. He he's very similar to Derrick Henry. Yeah. He runs people over. Yeah. 
Boy, is he good. And and Atlanta is just not good on defense. You were dead right about that. I thought they'd have some fight in them because Mariota has been pretty good. I know. And I told you they have the great this great young tight end. They don't throw him the ball enough. Sure enough, they threw it to him yesterday. He had at least one touchdown, maybe two. I'm not sure. I think definitely one that I saw. And um and I'll tell you, both defenses did not play well. Your, your call that Carolina's defense was playing well, they might have into this matchup, but they were not good yesterday either. Neither, neither defense you know, was good. Well, you know what it exposed? And I and I actually, I, I, I think I mentioned this in my analysis of the Rams game, that their secondary is both banged up and not good. So their yeah. front four, I mean, they can they can rush well. They, yeah. didn't, get, they didn't get home uh, against Atlanta, but... But yeah, they were horrible yesterday. I mean, they absolutely couldn't stop them. And Atlanta's offense is good. But but I'll, defense... I'll tell you what's great about the NFL and gambling is this that game just in general, the way it went back and forth. And even at yeah. the end, how Gerard was texting us that that game was in the bag and that it was, yeah. you know, sorry, Jack, like stuff like that. Yeah. Only the NFL can can they just rip a win out of your jaws like that. Right. Right out of your hands. It's unbelievable. And what a league and wow. this extra point. And I mean, just everything about that was so great. That was, I think that was, I think that was the best game of the day. It was definitely the best game on the early card. But well, let's, let's, I mean, listen, it depends going. what you describe as best. I mean, it was an entertaining <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. It was an entertaining game by two teams that are non-playoff teams. So I yeah. wouldn't say it was the best brand of football, but it was fun to watch. I, I totally agree. Let's go to, uh, to the London game, um, which, which basically I didn't watch because I woke up. I, you know, I put my, um, I sent the newsletter out to the site and then I was like, okay, where's the game? And I went on the, and I, you know, I pull up my streaming services. It's NFL. Where is it? Amazon. Where the fuck, where the fuck is the game? Yeah. <laughs> see, it's I on know. ESPN plus. I think I had ESPN plus for golf over the summer. And then yes. like when, when the tour ended, I, I let it expire. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. This is now on another network that I, I'm not going to subscribe to it. I'm just going to watch the updates. And, and I ended up, you know, watching the recap this morning, but, um, it was a good game for Russell Wilson. And I, and I, it's, it's sort of like reminded me of when we were talking about Brady, that I had more faith that Russell Wilson could turn it around. You did and say that actually, you like Denver. You said, you said if you, that you weren't going to pick it in your top five, but if you had to pick it, you would have taken Denver. And I had told yeah. you that I would have leaned Jacksonville. And I got to tell you, I thought, and I told you, I thought Travis Etnan would take over the game. He rushed for 156 yards and a touchdown. The kid was the best player on the field. And, great. you know, he the can. NFL, a lot of times, and you'll, and I don't have to tell you, you know, you've watched enough of these games. It's the turnovers that kill you. You know, yeah. Trevor Lawrence threw a bad interception at the end of the game. That's right. Denver came down and Latavius Murray, who's been on like 75 teams. Yeah. Scored a touchdown to win the game. Yeah. And it was a close game. Jacksonville was in the game most of the time, leading the game most of the time. They were. Um, and he had more than, yeah, he got the ball back with plenty of time and plenty of weapons yeah. and he threw it. Totally... He tried to force the ball to Christian Kirk that he never should have thrown. Yep. And, you know, you forget like, you know, a lot of these people you think with these young early, um, quarterbacks, especially you all want them to be like Andrew Luck or be like, you know, sometimes it takes these guys time. They're just not superstars yeah. out of the gate. They make dumb mistakes. I mean, just, I mean, we'll get to the game, but I mean, look, just look at Zach, what he did yesterday in that game. Yeah. Zach Wells. I mean, these guys are young quarterbacks and they make a lot of mistakes. That was a winnable game for Jacksonville. It's a shame in a way that they, that they didn't do it, but it's unsurprising to me that they lost the game. 
because of the fact that they, you know, are a team that's still, you know, down the stretch makes a lot of mistakes. You they know, also, led by, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to defend him too much, but they, as we called out, they were playing a top five defense in Denver. Very good defense. Um, I forget who it was. Simmons had an interception in the end zone, which was a yeah. very key moment of that game. Yeah. Trevor threw three, two interceptions. Yeah. And, uh, and I got to say, Russell Wilson, he started off a- as bad as he's been. He started off and almost threw an interception on the first play of the game. And on the second play of the game, he did throw an interception. And it looked like it was just going to be another bad Russell week. But yeah. somehow he pulled it together and ended up, you know, having decent numbers and had a respectable performance. And they got the win. Listen, he saved the, the season or... They saved their season. They're three and five, I believe. Now three and five. I, I don't know if they're four and four. I think they're three and five, and they and they're at least alive in that division. But two players that stood out to me: Jerry Judy finally had a nice game for them. Was a wide receiver, the young kid, a couple years in the league. He's a talented receiver. Um, I think they were probably doubling Sutton all day. Sutton had nothing, but that yeah. young tight end had yeah. another touchdown, and yeah, he yeah. is a very highly sought after guy in fantasy on the waiver wire. So. I think, uh, you know, Russell always likes throwing to those tight ends. He loved it in Seattle. No one ever knew their name. Drizzly or Dizzly or whichever one. He would find them for touchdowns. I think he's going to like this kid. That's on Denver or that's Jacksonville? That's on Denver. The young tight end. A uh, guy with the long hair. Yeah, Dulcet. Dulcet. Yeah, very very good player. And and really the last two weeks is emerging. Yeah. I mean, he's he's an impressive rookie. Yeah, he is looking at his numbers so that's uh, good for russ because russ likes the tight end a lot very much so yeah all right let's move on to um can we move on to the game that 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 was my game of the day that that got me that launched me into first place in megabucks new york can we just talk yeah. about it for one minute Why don't my dallas cowboys well, first of all you 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 know i was i was talking to brad in the morning on sunday i was in the parking lot of the golf course and he was like who do you like and he was like he and i both like chicago and i said you know cello Chell scared me off of the Bears because of how much, how much conviction you had. But I also, even in the show last week, I, I was like, Dallas's defense. They're is real. real. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I think it was sort of like a, a stay away for me. If, if anything, you have to be on Dallas in that game on Jesus. My survivor pull at DraftKings, 50% was on Dallas. I know. I, w- I would have been on Dallas, but we had already used them. Um, yeah. So I couldn't use them. So I was on Philly because I know another game. I just know we don't, the Steelers don't play well against Philadelphia ever. And that was an easy win. But as far as Dallas goes, the things that I, that I was very, very comfortable with was second week from Dak. I knew he'd be, he, the rust was gone. He played. And, I saw him. And Pollard, yeah. Pollard is better than Zeke. Oh, I know. Pollard had a breakout game. He had three touchdowns. And I said that they would have a defensive touchdown, and they did. Yeah. Micah Parsons, I don't know what Justin Fields was thinking, not touching him down. You see, he jumped over him. I saw. That was just unbelievable. He he just touches him down. Yeah. But let me tell you, that game is as, as, you know, it started 14 0 and everything. Justin Fields showed something. Chicago showed something. They showed something. I don't think, I, I wonder what you think about two things on him. I have no doubt that they can build a team around him. I mean, they're they're playing the long game and they need a lot of a lot more personnel than what they currently have. But yeah, but he he's the best quarterback from that like highly touted draft class. I don't know if you agree with that, but that's my opinion about I'd have to look at the list off the you top know, of my it's head. Like 
it's Trevor Lawrence, it's Zach, it's uh, Sims, although I don't think he was a first rounder, but there were, there were three, three or four first rounders from that class. Yeah. Listen, um, this, this is my opinion on Justin. To me, Justin Fields is where Jalen Hurts was two years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think Justin Fields is a dangerous threat with the ball, with his running. I think he's a smart player. Yeah. He, he really reads defenses pretty well. Yeah. I think he's inaccurate. Mm-hmm. I think um, he's not – his footwork and fundamentals are not where they need to be for an NFL quarterback. I think he needs a lot of work on that. And he needs some weapons on the outside. Because, yeah. you know, Philadelphia picked up eight, threat. Philadelphia picked up A.J. Brown for a first-round pick. How smart does that look now? Oh, my God. Wow. He, he is incredible. His, and do you remember – I don't know if you remember um, on the last podcast what I said about Jalen, that mm-hmm. he was, in my opinion, an MVP candidate. And you yeah. said, well, it's a two-horse race between Josh Allen and Mahomes. But I'll tell you, Jalen, four touchdowns, 80% completions, mm-hmm. 7-0. and I think he just jumped ahead of Mahomes in I that know. conversation. I, I still – that has yet to you, – you, come to me after they play a really top defense, and let's see how he, he performs throwing the ball against the top defense. Well, they're in Dallas, I think, in like three or four weeks. That'll oh, be a real test. There you go. That's a test. We'll talk about it then. Yeah. Anyway, but, congrats um, on the win. Well, t- tell everybody what you did in the Mega Bucks New York League, which by yeah, the so way- Mega Bucks New York, um, like we were talking about, you know, tomorrow morning is the injection. What that means is if no matter where you are in the standings, you get another twenty five thousand units as part of your entry fee, and then of course right before the playoffs. So it really makes it fun for players. So what I did was I said, you know what? Let me take a shot here. I have a lot of conviction about this game. I love Dallas. I love the over. I remember saying, I think it was only 42. And I said, you know, I think Dallas is going to score 42 by themselves. That's what, how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. So I went um, 15,000 unit reverse, Dallas in the over. I risked all 30 because it when you yeah. make a bet like that, it assumes you're going to lose both sides. It sucks all the units out of your account. Right. I basically went account ride reverse and it paid four to one. And uh, suddenly I'm at 90,000. I said, worst case, I wake up Tuesday, I'm at zero. I start over with 25 and I'm like everybody else. Great call. Best case, I'm in first. Yeah. Well, no one caught you or no one made a big move, you know, alongside you. So uh, you're heading to the second, third of the season uh, in first place. And congrats. I don't know about well, that. Actually, no. Tonight, Bulldog, tonight that could change. Yeah. Bulldog has 50,000 pending. He's probably got, I would guess he has a teaser with the Cincinnati with the three big favorites from that. That's my guess from yesterday. Um. Yeah. Congrats. Great work. Let's move on to uh, the next one o'clocker, which ended up in my top five. Is I, I was like searching. I, I felt like it wasn't a great card this week. And I will talk about Arizona in a minute, but I, I just couldn't bring myself to back Arizona. So uh, <sighs> I ended up. God, they on... hurt me so bad. Arizona hurt me so bad. Yeah, I did Ugh. end up getting on New England. That line went to three. But um, as that was one of my top plays, New England. I, Belichick just owns the Jets and I knew their defense would be ready. And they Belichick was going to force Zach to beat him. He was you, not going to let them run about what you said on the show about Brees Hall really resonated with me in that. Yes. They weren't going to, they weren't going to overcome the loss of him. And they got this, this guy Robinson had just arrived. Just and, arrived. It's too early. And he They'll was figured out, get, you know, he was, he was cut loose by Jackson. I mean, they gave him for pennies on the dollar. On yeah. They like this so kid Edmund a lot. So they, and they just figured, you know, this guy's going to be our guy. So let's get whatever we can for this guy before, you know, if we get some yeah. picks, maybe we replace him, you know, with somebody else down the road. And, um, and Zach's numbers are bad. 
And I yeah. just I just thought he was gonna Belichick was gonna like raise hell on that kid, and he did. He and, did. Uh, this this is what Belichick does, especially with division opponents that he knows very well. He's got an animus to the Jets. We all know that, right? He took the job. He left. I mean, he hates the Jets yeah. for whatever reason. And boy, he doesn't sleep until he knows he's going. He does everything he can to prepare his team to beat the Jets. And he's been yeah. doing it for years. And it's just a fact, you know? So his defense played great. McCourty had two interceptions. Judon was a monster, like I thought. Um, they're not great on offense, obviously, New England. Yeah. You know, they run the ball with Stevenson and – they try not to turn it over with Mac Jones because he's a young player who makes dumb mistakes too. But um, yeah. they did just enough. Listen, the Jets had a couple sequences where they failed to get it done. They were, you know, they had first and goal and they couldn't get in and they kicked the field goal early in the game. And Zwerline missed the field goal that I think would have tied the game at one point. Yeah. They but still, lost the, uh, the special teams play by the Jets was horrible. It was bad. Yeah. And normally it's decent, you know. Um, so that hurt them. And uh, and let and let's face it, you can't, you know, when Zach's throwing off his back foot like that and late, yeah. it's it's never it's you know this isn't BYU. You can't do it in the NFL. It's intercepted every time. Yes. Intercepted. Sorry about that. Trying to clear. No this worries. Um, so Patriots, we both had the other game yeah. you wanted to talk about. Um, what game were you going to? Well, after you that met. was, uh, so that was, yeah, so that was a nice win. Um, that was my second. So I went two and oh at one o'clock. Yeah, five. you were great. That was great. But then the next game, uh, you called it. I didn't, you know, sometimes when you, you like to play devil's advocate and contrarian and you, and you do it in a way with, when you talk about the Steelers and they end up, you know, outperforming. So again, like I, it's hard for you to be objective about the Steelers, but yes, man, did you nail this one? And it's funny, like of all the, of all the three games yesterday that had the 10 point spreads or let's, yes, let's call them 10. I had the most confidence in Buffalo and the least in this one in Dallas. And, and of course I was wrong. Like Buffalo goes to 10 and a half. They don't cover. And these two early ones just were absolute blowouts. If Buffalo kind of did everything they could not to cover that. I mean, two yeah. bad interceptions by Josh. They stopped scoring. Yeah. They let um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, throw some balls late over the middle on that double move to the kid. I mean, it was pretty unbelievable to watch. Buff Gerard was infuriated it that they didn't cover that game. Oh, my God. But on Pittsburgh, did, did you watch this game? or did you I did. I saw the whole game. Listen, I told you what was going to happen there. Number one. I'm a, I I have Jalen Hurts in my fantasy. He's a beast every every week. Yeah, he is a touchdown machine. His he threw some beautiful balls. AJ Brown is very hard to cover. He's an elite receiver. They didn't even throw it to Devonta Smith on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, we have some injuries on the back end, which doesn't help. We don't stop the run, and we have Pickett, who's a nice player with a good skill set, but he's young, and our offensive coordinator is not particularly good. He's basically going to be run out of town. Um, yeah, I meant to. I meant to ask you. Uh, yeah, Matt Canada, he's done. You think? Yeah, I think we got to get rid of him. Tomlin says he's open to anything, any changes that will make them better. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, Tomlin is not going to get fired ever. Like he has that job until he retires. That's the way the Steelers work. But this, this like bad rap on Matt Canada, that's been going on for like over a year. Well, we don't score points. I mean, our offense is terrible. We have a very unimaginative offense. I feel like we have a lot of skilled players. Even Pickett said we have to do something different. It's not working. And yeah. he's just only he's only been there half a year. So 
you know, the writing's on the wall. The offense is stale. It's boring. It doesn't work in this league. It's not imaginative enough, imaginative enough, I should say. And when you combine that with a defense that's not playing particularly well, you're missing our best player in TJ Watt, and you're playing in Philadelphia, which is obviously a top two team in the league, it's just not going to go well for you. You know, like yeah. I told you, I, I didn't think 20 would be enough yeah. in that game. It's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how it played out. And it's not really an indictment on our players as much as it is our coaches. And also the Eagles are very good. They're an elite team. No, I know. And you're playing them in their building. So I thought that was an easy one. I got to be honest. And I had him in Survivor against wow. my own team. Yeah. Congrats. Thank uh, you, brother. Uh, Miami at Detroit. This kind of came fun. Down, fun right game. down to the number. Yeah. Detroit. What a fun game that was to watch. Did you did you watch any of that? I did, of course. That was really um, exciting. Miami, you know, my 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 thoughts on this one is Miami's defense is not as it's is not all it's cracked up to be. I mean, they they have they have a lot of holes and they give up a lot of big plays. And I don't know if 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 St. Brown and Swift were both expected to play, but they both Yeah, St. Brown is special. Well. That that was big for them. And we talked about this. We both agreed that the Lions, especially on offense, play much better at home. Yeah. They like that indoor fast track. Golf was a little bit better. He was. Than he, than he is on the road. In the you know? second half, yeah. Very good. And um, and, and I kind of knew, listen, I was getting three and a half. They lost by four. You know, you lose by a half a point. I felt like it was hard to be. That's a tough game to, to handicap. I mean, I knew it was going to be high scoring. We talked about it. I have Waddle. The guy's unreal. Tyree Kill, we talked about what a tough cover he is on a fast track like that. Yeah. I mean, I thought there was a big re- coaching advantage also in this one. Like, you the, like the nerd? The, adjust, the adjustments that McDaniel made it. You happened. like that nerd? You like him? Well, I'm just saying, look what he did. They were down. They were down time. big. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were. Uh, they went into the locker room and had a conversation about something and came out and absolutely torched them. And, what do you think uh, the conversation was? Uh, you guys are going to fucking lose to the Lions if you don't wake up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you know, who knows? But the adjustments they made, and I and yeah. I've heard this from many people throughout the years who are like actually like NFL league insiders. Sure, you got to make the, the adjustments. Whole secret, at the, the whole secret to winning in the league is halftime adjustments. Yeah, it is. I, key. I always I, think about that. I, I this uh the CMO that I worked with years ago, and her her uncles were all part of the giants organization and that was what she always said to me it was like it's all about halftime adjustments very and, astute comment i believe in it too i think the you know coaching matters in the nfl i said it last week i say it every week coaching is this is the one league where coaching really matters it makes yeah. a difference you said it in regard to the giants which we'll talk about in a few minutes but um, i did i thought, I thought the giants guys were great and, and i also- thought the giants played very well the giants were in that game they dropped two punts yeah. You can't drop punts, you know, and, and, you know, that kid is a good story. Like he's an undrafted kid who made the team and you want yeah. him to do well, but you know what? I, I want to strangle him. Yeah. You understand? You don't just fumble punts inside your own 10 yard line. Yeah. Tua had a great game, um, by the way. He's, yeah, he's he did. Like we knew Tua had, would have a great this game. This is his second week back after the concussion, but he played much better this week. Kind of like Dak second week back. Yes. Much better. And um, but we knew that Jack. We we talked about it on the cast. Detroit. You told me Detroit was the second worst defense in the league, yeah, behind Atlanta. So yeah. we knew that 
the matchup on paper was very favorable for Tua because of Waddle and um and and Hill and yeah. even Gesicki caught a touchdown. So we yeah. knew that we knew it was a good matchup for Tua. He just had to be protected, and he was in the second half, and he lit him up. And Hill Hill just like when he was on the Chiefs, like late in the game. Uh... Miami, he made a great they, catch. They needed to get a few first downs to put he got it. Away. And when you yes. have him on your team, Jesus. he can just get open. He gets open. He just gets open. He also really adjusts well on the deep ball when it's underthrown. He comes back oh, yeah. to the ball. Yeah. And he makes that catch every time. He's yeah. very good at that. Um, so that was that was actually a very, a very good game um and a good win for Miami. So Arizona, Minnesota. Gosh, man. This was... I still think I was on the right side there. I'm sorry. I, again, with these turnovers, man, it's just, yeah. it's turnovers just, it cost you the game. You know, you can't give the ball away right away on special teams and give them and set them up right away. I mean, we talked about Cousins being good at home. He was. We yeah. talked about Jefferson being tough to cover. He is. Um, Kyler still had a decent game. You know, his numbers weren't bad. You know, yeah. D Hop had a beautiful catch. Did you see his touchdown? The one-handed grab. It's the play of the day. It was gorgeous. You know, and they I, had every chance to cover this game. It was exactly if you remember what we talked about. I said I could see Kyler with the ball late in the game, down one score, driving to score, going for two and missing it, and kind of losing by two. Like, but as he was driving, he threw that last fatal interception in the game ended. Yeah. So we I, never I got. I think I mentioned on the pod on, on Friday, like I just don't trust him. I know. Key moments like that. And also uh And you hate the coach. Yeah, and also Zadarius Smith had an unbelievable game, right? So he had I think he had two sacks. He had other pressures. And when you have that presence against a quarterback as good as Kyler, like th- that's gonna that that sort of intersection of greatness on the defensive side with him. Like if he can't scramble and get out of, him, I know, or he's just it's hard to keep him from scrambling. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I saw, I thought that was a big, you know, there was a lot of expectations for his play and he played great. Um, I mean, they lost Minnesota, by eight, right? They uh, lost by eight. They, is that the final? They lost by eight and the, and the, and the spread was four and a half. The point is they, they were in that game until they fumbled that punt and gave Minnesota the short field in the fourth quarter. Right. And that, and that took them down by two scores and that ended the game effectively. So again, it's, it's not a lot of these games come down to these stupid mistakes Mm -hmm. that, you know, sometimes it's funny. There was a few years ago, my friend Eddie Wells at work, he's a huge Dallas fan. And I can't remember many years ago, the Dallas defense uh, special teams was so bad that every single time they fielded a punt, they either fumbled or they got a penalty. Mm-hmm. So he would say to the, literally, he wanted them to just run off the field when the ball was punted. Just <laughs> let the ball land. Don't touch anybody and don't touch the ball. <laughs> right. right. Don't try to catch it. Nothing. Just pretend it's not even there. Let the other team touch it. And this way you can let our offense just get out there. Yeah. And sometimes yesterday with the Giants, especially, I found myself saying the same thing to the season. Really? Yeah. Just go down. Yeah. But um catch I, the ball yeah, and go down. On the offensive side, it was Minnesota. Jesus. I know they're good on offense Steelers. at home. They really are. Steelers. Listen, Minnesota's having a hell of a year. What are they, six and one? They're very good. Yeah, they're um they're running you know, away it, with that. 
they are they're gonna they're gonna win the the north i think finally like i don't think the packers are going to be a factor like you know if anybody packers, can blow it it's minnesota but you like <laughs> usually the packers steal it for, from them in december and i just i just don't see that happening this year and you know unless these young receivers emerge man the kid dobbs looked great last night you had that other kid i didn't even know his name and we had that double move and got open for the touchdown yeah. and, the, and the kid who got concussed that kid watson i told you about he finally played first catch he makes he's concussed you know he's one know, of these bad luck guys, just, you know. They have too many weapons this year, and they have they have a lot of experience. And Cousins, uh, you can knock him all you want, but he's now been there and done that a few times, a few enough times that I think that they'll hold them off. This, this is the game. key to me. This is the key with Minnesota. They need to get as many home games in the playoffs as they can before yeah. they go to somewhere like Philadelphia or wherever they're going to go. Because I don't like them on the road at all. Mm. And I don't no, no, trust I'm Kirk. Either. I do not trust Kirk Cousins in a playoff game on the road until he shows me he can do it. I don't believe it. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Raiders Saints game, which it's funny. We ended up talking a lot about this game on the podcast. We weren't planning on it, but like I had this God. feeling. And when we we st- when I look when I listened back to the pod uh, on I think it was Saturday night. I was looking really closely at the Saints and and thinking about putting them in. I didn't end up doing it, but um, they looked great, and the Raiders looked absolutely terrible. I you can't know, see how bad the Raiders' offense was. I can't either because I feel like I talked about how amazing Jacobs had been and how Devontae Adams, and I felt like they have a lot of good skill position players. But I, this is another case to me like Josh McDaniels is not a head coach. Mm-hmm. He's just not. He To me, he's like Bulls. You know, yeah. Josh McDaniels is a great offensive coordinator. When you put him, when you elevate him to the role of head coach, he's lost. He has absolutely no value, which is the way I feel about Todd Bowles. So certain guys just can't do it. He clearly yeah. can't do it. I think they're bottoming out right now. They're going to have a dreadful rest of the season, and I think he's going to be fired. Yeah, really? Yeah, he has to be fired. He, he has no grasp of his responsibilities or it's just too big for him certain guys it's too big for them they don't know how to do it all yeah you know he's an amazing offensive coordinator but then how if he's such a great offensive mind how do you score zero points in a fucking game with all those guys see that saints d was was, please i don't know i've had the saints d all right all year i had him i dropped him in fantasy they've been nothing i know know they haven't been playing well but on paper they're very good and they also uh I get it. And Kamara dominated the game. Let's face it. Kamara had a Kamara game. He was amazing. He had three touchdowns. Did you, did I've been reading some rumors that he may be traded today? I can't imagine if they they let him go. No way. They better get, they better get a lot for him because he's it. When he's healthy, he's, he's one of the best players. But you heard about the big, did you hear about the big trade today? No. Roquan Smith to the Ravens. Oh, really? Yes. When did that happen? Today. Chicago moved him. No, that was yesterday, I think. No, he played yesterday. You're he talking did? about the other guy that oh, they moved oh, to right. Philly. Yes. Roquan Smith. Wow. Maybe one of the elite interior linebackers in the game is mm-hmm. now a Baltimore Raven. Talk about that acquisition for Ozzie Newsom. Yeah, you're right. Bears trading LB Roquan Smith to the Ravens for draft picks. Holy yep. shit. Bears are rebuilding. Bears in a couple of years could be good. For sure. Keep an eye on them because they're they're going, they're they're stripping it down. They're collecting co- like a lot of assets. And if they're smart, 
They can really be something in a couple of years. I agree. Let's move on to, um, and by the way, I think, you know, Minis, just one more thing on the Saints. Like the Saints are very much alive in the NFC South. Who uh, isn't? <laughs> I know. But I don't know if they're four and four or what their record is, but that was a, that was a very big win for them. Do you know what made me laugh on the last cast when you go, what is it about the South? <laughs> <laughs> a little backhanded uh, slap on the South. That was great, man. NFC and AFC South. Yeah. Um, the next one is, well, we already talked about Carolina and Atlanta, so it's now Tennessee at Houston, which I mean, you and I were sitting here talking on Friday about how that line didn't make sense. I know. And Derrick Henry had over 200 yards rushing. Yeah, again, the against them. He's done that four oh. times. He owns them. Yeah, he owns them amazing because outside of him they did nothing on offense malik willis can't throw the ball yeah he's inept and i'll tell you malik willis houston, was horrible by the way houston you you said it on the podcast and you were dead right houston's really not good against the run and those stats are going to get worse against yeah. eric henry yeah yeah and that right there should have said to me Tennessee's going to cover this game and yet i didn't bet it but i was hesitant because i felt like houston was at home they were getting a small number, which made no sense to me. I don't know how they weren't getting six and a half. And, you know, sometimes Vegas out, outsmarts you thinking you're being outsmarted type of thing. Yeah. So, like, and you saw well, value that that. Was... you saw value in that number with Tennessee, and I didn't. And, man, you should have had them in your top five. That was an easy win. I know. You know what it is? Is that I just didn't think that um, they were going to be – to, to they were going to be able to exclusively rely on the run which is what they did yeah and i you know it's going to be interesting i don't is Tannehill hurt like yeah for weeks uh he's he was didn't even make the trip oh is that right yeah he's hurt uh let me just see here real quick um i want to see what his diagnosis is because i'm just very curious if malik has to play like a real defense. Who do they play uh, next week? Uh, oh, they play at Kansas City. Oh, wow. Yep. Huh. They play at Kansas City. They're catching a big number. That's a big fantasy uh, survivor play. Yeah, well, they had they have Tannehill less listed as questionable. He so didn't I, make I, the trip, dude. I watched the game. He did not yeah, make the trip to uh, the Houston, which means he was very hurt. He couldn't even suit up. Yeah, it's an ankle. Can we talk about the game that I want to explode on? Yeah, Because sure. I'm so fucking angry still about it. <laughs> what, Seattle? Indianapolis Colts at home. Yeah, that, Frank well, that's, that's the Reich. late card. I don't know, this was, yeah, there were, there were four games on the late card. Yeah, Tennessee was late also. But yeah, yeah. the Indianapolis game. That was, one of our, uh, we, that was one of our Venmo, $20 Venmo bets. That's correct. And I paid <laughs> you right away like I always do. But listen. This is my feeling on the game because I watched it pretty much in its entirety because I, I, first of all, I like Sam Ellinger and I like the quarterback change they made. And I thought that Indianapolis at home was going to beat up this team and get out of there with a win. And for all intent and purposes, they should have. They had a lead. They had a lead late. But this is what drives me crazy and why I wanted to literally jump through the television and grab Frank Reich by the head and smash that, that clipboard over his fucking head. Okay? What happened? So they're on, they, they go, they, they go for a touchdown. It gets reviewed. 
his knees down. Mm-hmm. They're on the one inch line. They put the ball an inch from the goal line mm-hmm. and it's third and goal. Yeah. Right. So I'm not a professional coach, but I've watched enough football and I know with this new rule that you could push guys in. You take Sam Ellinger, you put him on the center and you push the fucking guy in. Well, especially this him. idiot, this idiot. You know what he does? He goes spread and he's in a shotgun. And now oh, he's God. five yards, four yards behind the fucking line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. We're an inch away. Yeah, and he yeah. hands the ball to Jonathan Taylor, who gets sacked for a four-yard fucking ball. Oh, my okay? God. I wanted <laughs> the anger that I had. I can't <laughs> express to you the anger, okay? So we kick a field goal to go up 9-7. yippity doo day. Oh, God. That's it's horrible. It's disgusting. The coaching in this league is disgusting. He should be yeah. – his job should be reviewed, and he wow. should be – at. That's a demerit. You understand? Three yeah, demerits Frank, and you're gone. Frank Reich is uh he's not he's he's his reputation is beyond reproach. He is off he's been in the league forever. He's terrible at his job and he stands there with that dumb fucking look on his face and I just want to smack him. Yeah. My that my, my you know, I was I was an anti-Sam. He's like to me like a poor man's Jalen Hurts. He's not ready to be playing in the league. I was mad about them benching um, I don't know how you were mad. First of all, you're mad Maddie, about it. I, that you not mad, Matt but Ryan. it was sort of like I made that bet with you to to just spite that whole situation. You were so lucky that you won that bet because we had a six. The, when I say we, Indianapolis had a 16-10 lead. Sam played I know. great. I know. Sam it was very. By great, the way, you know? it was very similar to how I won the Carolina game yesterday. Yes. Do you know? But you didn't watch the game. And I'm going to tell you how they lost. No, I did. I saw. I saw the. I saw the final two minutes. Indianapolis, other than on defense with Leonard has two stars on their team, Michael Pittman Jr. And Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Each one of those bums fumbled in the second half. Oh my God. And lost this game for this kid. Wow. I felt so bad for this kid. And then 16, 10 lead. We punt it back to, we kick off back to the Commodores commanders, whatever the hell you want to call them. The Commodores Lionel Richie. It's why I'm easy. <laughs> the commanders, okay? And they marched, I think they marched 80, 75 or 80 yards Yeah, and scored. McLaurin made a catch. Did you see the I catch saw. McLaurin made? It was so good. He had a great game. He had 150 so, yards. But, Jack, my point is, you can't, when you're on the one-inch yard, you can't line up and fucking shotgun, for God's sakes. Get onto the center and run it in. I know. Just slam it in. I, I'm with you. Um. <sighs> Don't understand the these coaches. Yeah, the Colts, speaking of, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they move any of these players because I think they're going to go into, clearly, with with pulling Maddie, giving the ball to Ellen. He's not, he, I don't think he's a long-term solution, a quarterback for them. I could be wrong. I think they think he is. And really? I think Matt Ryan's done for his career. He'll never play again. Well, that that I agree with you that they've made that decision, but like I think they may start tearing it down. I, they may put some they may put some people into the trade. By what's the, the, are by they? The, the what are they tomorrow, what's their right? record? What's their record right now? Are they three and five? Um, because they're in that South too. That's I mean I know Tennessee's running away with it. Yeah, let me see standing. Tennessee, I think, is one five in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Don't have it at hand, but yeah, I think I think they're. Hold on, Colts record. I'm sorry to make you look it up. I, my my no, point is, I don't. I mean, they are I, three and four. They're three and four, so they're not. Yeah. They're not going to tear it down. 
I don't yeah. believe they're going to tear it down. Really? No. They're not trading Pittman or yeah, John. You're, you're right. It's a shitty, again, like we were saying, like, what's it's up? It's a bad the division. The shitty, I mean, the Titans are five and two, and that's like the, the fraudiest five and two out there. Yeah. And the, and the Colts have the Titans one more time still yeah. coming up that they can win that game late in the season. I believe they think they're better than their record. What did you think of, uh, let's, let's move on from that game after you got that out of your system. Oh, thank about, God. Thank um, you for letting me get it out. I'm sorry. Two, two really solid games at four, which were New York and Seattle. And then we'll get into San Fran and, uh, and the Rams, but yeah, Seattle did what I thought they would do. They were my third pick. And, um, I just thought the giants would run out of gas again. They had, they had special teams issues, big time, oh. but cost in the game yeah and seattle didn't didn't play great i mean i think one of the one of the really big surprises in this game is that this over did not come in for people i know really? I mean, so you many thought it would be high scoring how how, um, how would you have thought high scoring daniel jones doesn't even throw the ball because seattle giants offense, have no receivers because seattle scores 35 a game and not against a giants defense not against that caliber defense they don't know the you know guess what if they weren't dropping touch if, if tyler lockett wasn't dropping touchdowns and and the other thing was was uh you know both lockett and metcalf were, were listed as questionable so i had to put that pick in and i didn't even know what was going to happen and they both walk out on the play i'm especially surprised metcalf, that metcalf played man metcalf's tough especially metcalf how is he listed as questionable i think he's got like a bowel problem like it's got a such a strange thing that's going on with him and he comes out it's like he's completely normal um, he's got he's got ebola <laughs> <laughs> anyway they uh they blew some scoring opportunities the giant special teams were horrible but like i i i expected exactly what happened which was like late in the game and that crowd and the giants it was loud in there made some key mistakes and yeah. um and daniel jones like playing from a negative situation yeah. is uh, a lot more sort of concerning than when he's ahead. He, he, he just, if you put him in a position where he has to come from behind, I, I think it's a lot. Well, Jack, for him. let me say, let me, let's be fair to him. Number one, first of all, he's had a really good season. Number oh, two, can you name a wide receiver on the giants? Uh, well, Slayton, I know is their main guy. Okay. Yeah. He's their main guy. They almost cut him in the preseason. Yeah. That's their number one wide receiver. Yeah. The Giants yeah. don't have anything at wide receiver for this guy. And they're running these guys out there at tight end that you wouldn't even recognize in a lineup. Oh, Bellinger was out. Uh, yes. But you're right. This guy, Myrick, Tanner Hudson. Lawrence I mean, what do you want this guy to do? I don't know. He is, they, have Sa they have Saquon. The Giants have to play a very um, conservative style, and they have to not make mistakes to win. The minute yeah. they start fumbling punts on their own fucking 10 yard line, they can't win. Yeah. yeah it's over. So true. Because Saquon, when, when you're from behind, you're not just going to hand it off when they have eight guys in the box and they're like, okay, well, you have no wide receivers and we know Saquon's great. We're just going to stop the run and you're down seven. That doesn't well, that, work. That's what I mean. It wasn't just for Daniel Jones, but the Giants playing from behind. I mean, I say this. Yeah. About the, I they're say not this built. The Browns a lot. The Browns are not a good team to come from behind either. Because when you run built. the ball well and you're a running, you feature the run, then you want to take a lead and try to salt it away. They're yeah. not built. To, they're not built to come back. I mean, um, they they play hard on defense. I think Wink uh, Martindale has been amazing for them as a defensive coordinator. They they've been in every game. And you know, there's no shame in losing at Seattle. They come yeah. home, they're six and two. It's not the end of the world for the Giants. They played hard. Yeah. The poor kid dropped two punts. 
when I say poor kid, I wanted I wanted to kill him yesterday. But yeah, <laughs> but it was but that's it was, just gambling. That's gambling. I think a lot of jo- it's funny because I I played nine holes early yesterday and with these three guys and they were like between seventy five and eighty five and I just I just wanted to get in a quick nine and I found these three guys who like yeah we're only playing nine you want to join us and I'm like that's nice. exactly what I want to do so I can watch football and two of them were totally decked out in Giants gear Great. and um. This guy was 80 years old and he goes, I don't like us today. <laughs> I, I said, yeah, I kind of agree. I was like, how are you going to get up for this game? And he goes, it, it, it's, it's, we've had enough. That's what he said. We've and, had um, enough. But, you know, I, I, we're overstating it, but I just, again, how do you get motivated for that one? Hey, listen, um, Seattle's hard to beat at home. They've always yeah. been tough to beat at home. Geno Smith's been playing well. And man. they're the a good team good. this year. Geno Smith team. is very good. Yeah. He made some plays where he tucked it and ran that was impressive. And yeah, he, he's a smart, he's learned a lot about the game by being in the game as long as he has. And it's kind yeah. of going back to what I said earlier. Like sometimes it takes these guys a lot of time to learn everything. That, 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 like when he was younger, and it's funny, when he was on the same team, and I'm talking about the Jets, he would have done what Zach did yesterday, which is just 100%. Throw three interceptions. I watched him do it. He's yeah. done it. it yeah. They, I mean, they ran him out of town for that. Hey, listen, if Zach's in the league in five years, let's see how he is because he's got a lot of talent, arm talent. He yeah. can throw from any angle. He can run. He's 6'4". He's not a little guy. I mean, he could be good. But yeah. right now, raw. Um, 49ers at Rams. We both this, had it. We both love the Niners. Yeah. And this, you know? again, talk about a halftime adjustment. I don't know what they necessarily needed to adjust. They just needed to play better, but. They uh they were also down at halftime, right? 14-7? Uh, uh, was it 14-10? 14-10. Don't think it was 14-7. It was 14-10. Yeah, it was 14-10, and they just came storming out of the – I don't think the Rams scored again. Um, C-Mac was, was amazing. He dominated was incredible. the game. Incredible. And uh, Ayuk is incredible. And wait till Debo comes back. I mean, San I Fran, in my opinion, San Fran is the one team in this league that can beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia for the Without NFC doubt. Championship. Without a doubt, and I think I think that's I think that's going to be the NFC Championship game. I don't I don't think Dallas is good enough at wide receiver to get there. Um, yeah. I think I know I'm looking ahead, and who the hell knows what could happen in football? You could you know guys could get hurt and it's over. You know I mean we we already know that. But of like course. if San Fran gets healthy, that yesterday too. Yeah, yeah. San you know, Francisco, I mean, Buffalo, Super Bowl. Boy oh boy, I mean they're special, and that's maybe the one team that would give Philly a real hard time because. They're really quick on defense and their front four with Bosa. They only have to rush four. And that that's so that, what I mean about seeing Hertz play against a defense like that. And can, I understand. He beat them, can he beat them with his arm? And by the way, I don't think Jimmy could beat Philadelphia's defense with his arm. So that's like um, really interesting. No, but he can with the quick throws to C-Mac and, yeah. and you give it to Debo and he's running those yeah. sweeps. I mean, yeah. that's how you beat Philadelphia, you know. They're a very similar team if you think about it. Um, they are except the quarterback. Like Jimmy can't run like Jalen. Jimmy's not running anyone over, putting his head down and getting a first down like that. See, that's the thing. This is like the new NFL, and I think that's why these quarterbacks are all being drafted, like Zach and Malik, and that you have to be able to run now. Even Kenny Pickett can run. You know, he's not afraid. You know, and Josh Allen. Like I know, no one wants their quarterback to run because everyone's like, oh, you don't, you don't want him to get hurt. So you slide like even Justin yesterday, he slid a bunch of times. So he didn't yeah. get hit, you know? Oh yeah. And that's the future of this league. You have to RPO run pass option. Every play pretty much I is agree. what the league is. 
the 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 era of the the pocket passer like it's Brady gone and, and it is ice. gone Matty over ice. done it's done never to come back i agree so that was good to get the win that was my fourth win and then uh we already talked about colts and redskins and then the nightcap which i didn't have and i watched uh some of it i caught the highlights but uh, right buffalo no problems with green bay i i was Again, like this is the one that I thought was going to be the blowout of all the 10 point favorites, but the Green Bay finally started to get some things going in the second half. And and I know they're eventually probably going to figure this out when it's when it's too late, but um finally threw some touchdowns. I mean, they did not. Yeah, get that I out. mean, listen, Buffalo has an all star team on defense. I, I I feel like they almost stopped playing a little in the second half. Like they just took the they, and they yeah. don't normally do that on the McDermott because he goes for the throat like he's yeah. ready to bury people. But yeah. Josh Allen threw two really bad interceptions. Bad. Like, yeah. there's no reason to throw those balls. And he even said it in the post-game presser after. He's like, listen, I, you know, I think, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to poo-poo the win, but I, I got to be better. It was like, I, our offense was not good. And I think our special teams was good and our defense played great. But I know we won, but, you know, I have, he said, I have a bad taste in my mouth about this one. Because he knows he didn't play well. Yeah. He and they still won. Play a solid 60 minutes, you know. Yeah, the thing that hurt that game for Green Bay was they lost two of their both both their starting middle linebackers. One guy got ejected for pushing mm -hmm. a coach on the sideline. I don't know if you saw that. Was that the ref or the coach? The oh no, coach. no, I, did, I didn't see that. Yeah, so they gave him a 15 yard penalty, and then uh, Buffalo was going to snap the ball, and they stopped the game. They called the head referee down from. I think that guy, Troy Vincent from New York, called him and said, you got to kick that guy out of the game. So oh they God. went to the thing and they said, this guy's been disqualified. Oh, my Ow. God. <laughs> really? The referee said so, it over the internet? Yeah. So they lost him in the first quarter. Wow. And then another, their other guy who never misses a snap, who's the, like the Roquan Smith of Green Bay. In other words, he's their starting middle linebacker. He calls all the calls. He had a knee injury. Yeah. Gone. So Singletary had a good night because he was able to just kept running it right down the middle, you know? Yeah. Well. What do you think about your team tonight, Jack? Yeah, let's get to Monday before we finish the show. And we're not going to, uh, you know, we're not going to look into next week really at all on this show. We'll, we'll get to that later this week. Yeah. Uh, so no early line. We need time. We'll take a pick, peek at. But yeah, tonight, I think, um, again, like it's a must-win game for Cleveland. And we're two and five. And uh you know, I think the, you know, look, my feeling is that the the Jamar Chase news is, is a bit sort of overreaction. Gotta help about, you. Come on. About, about Gotta how help much you. of an impact that's going to have. Gotta help you. He's their best player. He well, has to help you. No, I know. But Tyler Boyd, I think, is a very good. Higgins is better than Boyd, but Boyd is good also. But yes. But it doesn't change. You're right. It doesn't change the fact that I think I saw something today, like 33% of their offense went through him or, or involved him it's um, important so, but we don't have you know i looked at the, like the guy I, I was getting, you don't have ninjoku we don't have ninjoku and i was getting conflicting news on denzel ward and he's also out oh and no. so yeah and so our cornerback situation which was oh. already like a bit tenuous um but um tell you Clowney's right now, playing you have Clowney and garrett finally in the yeah game yeah together. The, the defensive like the defensive line is totally healthy the linebackers are, I mean, Awusu Koromora is questionable and he's very important, but I'm pretty sure he's going to go. And then yeah. at corner, 
we got a problem because Newsom and Ward are our two starters and Newsom's questionable and, and Ward is out. And Greedy Williams has an issue again. I mean, he's Greedy Williams. Always, I think I think you're trading you're create you're trading Greedy Williams, I heard. Well, he's also he's got like, you know, I can't stand when you see a player that's got an undisclosed sickness. I mean, what the how how much more fucking vague can you be? <laughs> undisclosed sickness? I mean, what 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 year are we living in? Is this is this 1830? Um, and so this guy Martin Emerson, who who by the way, this kid, he's a rookie from uh from I believe Texas AM has has been very good and he's gonna start tonight. And he's actually gonna be the one who's gonna have to step up. And he he Yikes. had a pick, he had a pick six against Jacksonville in the preseason, and he's he's played at least. Um, Jack, let me just yeah. give you my opinion on this game, and yeah. you know that I like Cleveland in this game. Yeah, I know you do. You still I do? like them. I like them on the money line. Yeah, to win to win the game. I don't. I think this game means the world to them. Yeah, and they're going to do whatever they can to win this game. And they, and the fact that Jamar Chase isn't playing, I think, is big. I know Higgins is great, and I know Hurst is playing, and I know they have Mixon. Cincinnati's very good. Listen, they they went to Super Bowl last year. We know that yeah. they're good on offense. And their but defensive to... line, by the way, they 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 DJ Reader, their 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 left defensive tackle is still out, and this guy who who filled him, uh, he's on IR, and and Tokuo, who who backed him up, is now out. So they have let a problem me just, at left tackle. Let me just tell you how the Cleveland needs to win this game. Yeah, Chubb, 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 Hunt. Play defense, make a field goal, keep it low scoring, keep it ugly, and sneak out of there with a win. That's yeah. how Cleveland has to win this game. Cleveland money line under parlay. That's my play. That's my call. I agree with you with one addition that if Miles Garrett and um and, and what's his face on the other side? Clowney. And and Clowney, they need to get to Chase. They get yeah. that offensive line gives to up Burrow. sacks. To we, Joe have to, we have to get to him tonight. You and can. If, if we don't have, I'm going to say it right now. We're not going to win this game unless we have four sacks tonight. I mean, it's Miles Garrett, man. Let's see him get three. TJ Watt gets three on yeah. on, 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 on primetime games. Miles yeah. Garrett is supposed to be mentioned in the same sentence as TJ Watt. Let's see him step up and do it. So it's going to be, I agree with everything you said about Chubb, but our defense has not been playing well. We get lit up almost every week. Every over comes in and you just called out the under. And it's sort of like, if we don't play well on defense, we're going to lose this game or more likely lose at the bell. Hey, listen, you guys are two and five. Okay. This is a statement game. You're at home on Monday night football on Halloween. This is a game you have to win. You're playing against a, divi- a, 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 a division rival. You're playing for the Battle of Ohio. You yeah. got to figure out a way to win this game. Stefanski has to be smart. Slow like the it. game down. Keep the ball away from Burrow. Keep the pressure on him. Yeah. Right? Don't let him have the ball and be making those throws. Yeah. Run the ball. <laughs> That's it. Let's That's go brownies. Let's go brownies. Let's do it. Um. Hey. Enjoy your Halloween. Are you guys going out tonight or are you just you're chilling? No, no. We're, uh, Jenny's making dinner with the fastest are coming over. We have trick or treaters coming by in the neighborhood. Nice. A couple of few kids, you know, watch and, game. Mason's uh, going to the uh, the Phillies game. We got two yeah, Mason's tonight. going to Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to like the Astros there. <laughs> 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 All right, buddy. Have a great night. Good week. We'll talk on Friday uh, and preview week nine. And, yeah, I can't um, wait.
I'm really looking forward to it. I love this. This is great stuff. Let's go, Brown. Hopefully, hopefully the listeners get something out of it. I think they do. There's a lot of information that we're covering. You're not always going to be right. Listen, it's humbling when you're wrong in a game. And it, a lot, even the best, all the numbers, the statistics, everything. You don't always get it done because of course. It's, there's coaches that fuck up. There's players that make mistakes, and sometimes yeah. you're just plain wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's all, and it's all about, um, you know, like managing bankroll being you know being humble when you do win not getting too upset when you lose because 100 you can't let it get to you and uh and again going back to the atlanta game this week it's just sort of a perfect portrait of what happens in in the nfl and in gambling that it's sort of like a lot of times just comes down to flipping a coin and you can't be overly invested in any one game Todd says to me every week, he's like, wow, the emotional roller coaster you go through is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Be good. Have a good one. Bye, we'll pal. Soon. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye.